Welcome everybody to today's MediaWorks Masterclass. Less of a masterclass and more of a self-indulgent romp through the world of Christmas advertising. I don't know about you, but I've been in back-to-back meetings all morning. I'm feeling about as Christmassy as a cream egg. Does this help you? <laughs> oh, <look. laughs> or a little bit of this. <clears throat> Amazing. So, um, so I guess um, I don't know whether any of the attendees or listeners on the podcast have um, been to one of these before, but it's become a little bit of a Christmas tradition that uh, every year we kind of pick some of the notable Christmas ads that are out there and we give you our very learned and expert opinions about them, or generally just from a bit of an argument and, um, you know, see, see where we get to. So um, uh, for those of you on the podcast, what how this, well, those of you attending, we're going to actually share a deck for once, and we never do that on, on these. So, you know, you're very lucky that you've got visuals for once. Um, for, the, for those of you on the podcast, we won't be able to include the ads so because of copyright, so you'll just get a little jingly noise, um, but you'll hear all the insightful comments, expert analysis. It's a bit like halftime at the World Cup, but with tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> and less Chesney Hawks. <laughs> so, um, Fair enough, so is that my cue to... Over to you, Becca, to... Uh, right, to okay, up. well, let's get on with our first Christmas ad. Let's check that I can actually share this properly it's a long time since i've shared anything on zoom um let's share screen um go right can everyone see that yeah yes right okay well our first ad we're going to look at is asda have your elf a merry christmas yay <laughs> They're not um, really Christmassy now. Yeah, yeah, um, a little bit. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to introduce everyone at the, at the, the start, so I'll just do that very quickly. So you've already heard from Becca, who's our head of strategic planning. Um, Christine, you might have heard um, he's he's going the the Greg's outfit. So Christine is our. He looks after all of our PR, and we've also got Declan joining us, who's. Um, First time um, on on a MediaWorks masterclass, um, and yeah. uh, for those of you that don't know, Declan has a, a very entertaining podcast, uh, <laughs> which you can do a plug for at the end. Yeah, thank you. So, thank you. so, 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 we'll, so for each one, we'll just go around and get people's opinions. I'll, I'll I'll just tell you what I thought of that one. I about three weeks ago, I watched all the Christmas ads in a row, and that was the only one that made me shed a little tear. Actually, cried at that one. Really? Really? That one. At the really? moment, when he decorated the whole store. I was just feeling in that mood. I was like, oh, so nice. Oh, over wow. to you, Declan. What's your view? Um. So, I'm not the biggest fan of Elf as a <gasps> film. I know, I know. But I will give props to Asda that the cinematic craft... I'm straight in there with the words, guys. Yeah. The cinematic <laughs> craft on display here and, like, how they've used the footage is really clever. So mm. clever, in fact. One of my friends actually said, 
I can't believe they got Will Ferrell to, to be in an Asda advert. And I was, was like... Was I that friend? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, like, it's really different for them to... You know, normally they put something... They put CGI into something, mm. where now that it's got an existing film that they've had to slot into brand new footage. So, mm. yeah, it, quite a simple premise, but complex production, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Christian, nice. I yeah, it's it's interesting for Maz though, because I think you don't sort of necessarily associate them with one of the kind of you know the big Premier League players mm. of, of sort of big production kind of Christmas ads, do you? So um, they, they've clearly gone all out, and and, and I tried to think what the, what the budget might have been in securing the rights to to Will Ferrell and, and Elf and, and things like that. So. Um, I think, it, you know, it, it sort of, as a Christmas ad, it sort of feels like it ticks a hell of a lot of boxes. Um, you know, you've got Elf that's been a, you know, a popular Christmas movie now for, what, 20 plus years or so. Um, and certainly with with young children in my household, it, it gets put on sort of six or seven times in the lead up to the big day. Um, so so <laughs> that <you>. soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm sorry about that. Um, I, 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 there is an element as well of, of that point that you made earlier. I do feel a little bit sorry for, and this is something that Asda, I think, do quite a lot is use kind of real staff in, in their ads. Um, but at some stage, someone in Asda's kind of marketing department has said, we're going to get you to appear in an advert with Will Ferrell. And they're going to have been all excited and then they don't actually meet the guy. So, um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I, I'd be fascinated to know where your um, emotions got the better of your mouthful. But um, it, yeah, it didn't make me cry, but I, I think for me, I'd, I'd sort mm. of say Christmas hit um, on that. I think it's also because they did put the stuff in it. Um, mm. And I think that actually they came across quite well in that and mm. uh, it's got it's got a little bit of Wallace and Gromit about him that old guy at the end you know, was, it, was this you wow <laughs> you know so I, I think I think that kind of works for them and Asta's you know a bit more down to earth family all the rest of it I missed um, you know there wasn't anyone slapping their bum at the end of it which is obviously <laughs> happens in, in an Asta advert right I did miss that yeah but you know nutcracker gag one for the parents at the end. So, you know, it's got all the, all the ingredients. Becca? Yeah. Well, I was about to say, it's an interesting one, because if you have a look at, coming in with a researcher, um, if you have a look at, um, you know, how that scores. So System One are a big research agency that do a lot of testing of TV ads, um, and they do, you know, get really delve into it in depth and some really robust um, testing. And that was the one that scored the highest this Christmas, um, out of all of the Christmas ads, um, and I believe as well, the only mm. one in all of their history that they've been tracking them that does better than that is the Coca-Cola one. Um, wow. So actually, from them, that's yeah. massive. And I think, as I say, I think it's kind of what you were saying a bit, Christian. That um, it's almost become a tradition elf now for you know younger people for my kind of generation and that's kind of um, you know what they kind of said really is the key bit in that that they've kind of the only brand that's really clocked onto a new tradition, but it is a new tradition. So, um, so yeah, well done to Asda for that. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it screams Christmas. It's yeah. not. It's not trying to do anything else apart from say it's Christmas. Go and buy some stuff. Have a good time. It does. Yeah, it Get does. some tinsel. <laughs> we don't. Do you know what? Very often, I know we we, we sort of um, all uh, 
said this right at the start, and Natalie said it right at the start about around kind of our Q and A. We, we want to hear your views yeah. um, on, on kind of what you think of these ads as well, and kind of where you think they may or may not work. So pop your comments in the Q and A today as well, please, folks, and we'll um, we'll perhaps read a few of those out if we if we get if we get several. Yeah, preferably be a bit controversial. We'll definitely yeah, totally. read. We'll definitely read the spiky ones out. Right, <laughs> ad number two, Becca. Right, let's roll VT again. Uh, so we've got the next one, which is actually a very short one. Um, so this is Cadbury's Secret Santa Postal Service. It's a shorty, and that's so done. A 15-second copy for that one. They've not gone any longer. And I think usually when you see Christmas ads, they're usually at least a minute, a minute and a half. So interesting uh, choice from them. Christian, what's your take on the old uh, cover? Yeah, interesting. I mean, it, it kind of, um, it's one of the few, certainly that we feature, I think, this morning, that, that has this sort of direct call to action a little bit about it. It's like you, you, we, we need your involvement in this for this to be a success. So... Um, when, when you look at that, I, it sort of, I, I started digging a little bit deeper because as a, as a straight-up ad, 15 seconds, it's hard to get the emotions going. It's hard to make you cry. It's hard to make you feel nostalgic. All the things you might normally want from a, a, a Christmas ad. Um, but, it, you know, it, I, I feel like they've sort of almost gone down a bit of a tried and trusted route. I think they, they first started this Secret Santa um, stuff a few years ago, sort of four or five years ago, I think. So... Um, probably one where they've they've delved into the vault and gone, well, that worked really well, so let's do that again. Um, so kind of maybe smaller marks for creativity, but, um, you know, if it ain't broke, it seems to be the, the, their kind of theme. I mean, you look at um, sort of how they've they've integrated that into other elements. They've got a, a ton of earned kind of PR coverage. <laughs> Here goes the PR guy looking at the, the, the coverage. Um, <laughs> just, just around kind of, you know, they took a bit of a hut on tour and landed it in various cities. That even some of the, um, you know, the electronic ads that they're placed in, in kind of various bus shuttles around various towns and cities, even that was kind of earning fame in those areas. So you're getting kind of coverage around, you know, in the Tiverton Gazette. Um, about them being lucky enough to, to kind of have a Christmas, uh, a Cadbury's ad featured in, in their town. So mm-hmm. um, that element to it, you know, 75,000 bars, the cost to them was, was probably fairly minimal, I would imagine. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a very different take. Um, doesn't do the kind of give me all the Christmassy feels that, that mm-hmm. Asda did, but kind of as, yeah. a, as, a, as a bit of a campaign element, I, I can kind of totally see where they're going with it. Yeah, it's kind of... Um... I, th- I think, you know, companies for a while now have had a bit of a thing about, you know, kind of d- promotional, you know, it's a promotion, isn't it? You know, so so kind of getting behind that, making it a bit experiential. Um, I think they almost missed a trick because it, it has got a good creative idea at the heart of it that's mm. Christmassy because the idea of some some bloke in a little post office with parcels and, you know, the postal, de- you know, that in itself is a very Christmassy idea, and you could, yeah. you know, they could they could have riffed on that a lot more, you know, um, that the idea of presents and and giving. So it has a little hint of that in it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't it de- definitely doesn't give you all the Christmas feels. Declan, you do, I think it probably, I think the, obviously the focus is pulled on what is happening with the the chocolate and the parcels, but. I did notice, like, it is only 15 seconds long, so there's not much I can particularly mm. comment on from a, a like, a, a movie cinematic piece. But there's a lot of Christmassy stuff going on around the frame. So mm. 
very stereotypical, like two people greeting each other off the train, mm-hmm. um, people doing the Christmas shopping. So it does, it does tap into that kind of stuff. But I agree with you, Paul. Like it, you know, that there could have been more that they could do. Yeah. I can imagine a real kind of a, a Cadbury's advert, similar to kind of some of the adverts we're going to talk about later, where mm. they really bring a story into it. Um, a bit Willy Wonka vibes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, well, has anyone seen these ad- adverts anywhere yet? Out and about? No. You know what? I've not actually seen no. um, the Cadbury one, but I do think the Cadbury one's interesting because I'm getting the vibe that here that no one's really into it. But actually, our friends at Cantar said it was their best tested advert of the year um, because I'll read out a quote from them. They actually said it, um, so they said, brands generally steered clear of messaging around spending or excess and instead draw on the true meaning of Christmas together, giving and joy, which was the right way to go. Um, Cadbury's Secret Santa campaign cleverly tapped into themes of generosity and kindness with a populist concept that everyone can engage with while capturing the essence of the much loved brand. So that's what Cantor had to say about it. Well, I think it's interesting once you dig into it, and I know we'll we'll probably touch on this subject um, far more in the other ads. The when you sort of, I I went through that process of um, trying to to send a bar, and and kind of there's there's a lot of messaging once you land on their their site um, for that kind of um, pulls all this together, Um, Mm. and their donations then carries to to kind of two hundred food banks up and down the country through through Trust for Trust. So um, it, it, it feels like. Um, it's been something that's certainly been brewing for a couple of years, um, mm. definitely around Christmas. But that kind of that, that purpose-led, uh, maybe not call this purpose-led, yeah. um, but um, certainly purpose-driven, mm. um, is, is is an interesting element to this as well. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember any Cadbury's <laughs> Christmas ads of past. I yeah. Not really been I, big on them, have they? The only Cadbury's advert I remember is the eyebrows. Yeah, which wasn't a Christmas ad. That wasn't Christmas, no. no. But that's the only kind of actual advert where the, the yeah. kids were. Yeah. Yeah, the but, drumming gorilla, wasn't it? That was. Uh, oh, God, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Well, moving on. Okay. <laughs> well, we're going to go for a very, very different ad next. It's a bit of a longer one. Um, and it's probably not overtly. Christmassy. Well, what makes a Christmas ad? Is it an ad that airs at Christmas time, Becca? Well, that is a very philosophical question. (laughs) What is a Christmas ad? Are we about to do the diehard kind of (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. I can never pronounce this vodka. Is it Belvedere? Belvedere. Belvedere. So we've got... um, (laughs) Their latest Christmas ad. And we want you to tell us whether you think this counts as a Christmas ad or not. Um, it did come out um, around all the Christmas ads when they came out. So have a watch and look. Okay. Oh, we've got the director's um, cut version. Yeah, we did get the director's cut. Yeah. Um, I'd say, number one, well and truly a Christmas ad. And actually, I think some of our Christmas ads are some of the least Christmassy things I've ever seen. That is very Christmassy. It's about dressing up, it's about going out, having a party, sparkly lights, diamonds, glitter. Mm. You know, you can't go any more Christmas than that. Um, you don't have to have tinsel and fairy lights for it to be Christmas or a Santa hat. Um, Agreed. 
Uh, and I, you know, but honestly, I think some of the other guys could take a bit of a lesson from Belvedere Vodka and actually make a proper ad. Mm, it's very which, beautiful, which, isn't it? Which that is, you know. Mm. Yeah. I, we, we don't need to go into all the deep meaning of all mm. of that. And as one of our uh, attendees has pointed out, there's nothing more Christmassy than a Bond movie. So there's a lot of, yeah. lot of associations there. Christian, yeah. you're jumping at the bit. I am, because I'm going to totally disagree with all of you. I, I kind of, I've, I've watched that several times to try and go, just think about or get an answer to what the hell is going on here? Um, and I, I kind of, my, here's my summary. I think it's a, a, a wonderfully well-paid um, kind of putting James Bond in the coffin vanity project for Dan. <laughs> um, and, and it's kind of one of these things where it's like, you know, I can be myself. I'm not that kind of serious, tough guy image that I've kind of had to drag around with me for the last 10 years or whatever it may be. Um, and Belvedere have been kind enough to pay him probably absolutely millions to kind of make that statement. Um, so I, I like your idea of kind of trying to find Christmas justification, Mr. Malik, <laughs> and sparkles and parties and dressing up. Um, but I am not having it, but that is a Christmas ad. Oh, I disagree. Mic drop. So much. Yeah, like, I like, I, I like that just because it's kind of devoid of significance doesn't mean it's less impactful in my head. And I think Taika Waititi as a director very much has his own brand now mm. of that kind of playful, fun filmmaking. And I think he's kind of thought, well, if Belvedere work with him, they kind of know what kind of ad they're getting. Um, this is Hollywood nepotism at its absolute finest because his girlfriend is Rita Ora and that yeah. is who is singing on the track. So, like, got to love it with Hollywood. Um, I thought it was like a fever dream. It, you don't really know what's going on and I think you're so intrigued by what is this advert mm. because we don't see the products till, you know, quite late on. And you think, what on earth is going on here? And I love the fashions. Definitely great it's a Christmas advert, but a very different one. And, you know, I think this set would have been really fun. Um, you know, Daniel Craig just being silly and getting rid of his Bond mm. image. Now he's left as that character. And, yeah, I loved it. I think this is my favourite one out of all the ones we're discussing today. So, yeah. Just, just one other point as well. With alcohol advertising, you can never show the transformative effect mm. of alcohol. That can never be the claim that you make. So also, it's a very clever ad because he's done the transformation and he has the alcohol right at the end. So it kind of yeah, flips, yeah. It flips it round. So... Clever ad, and obviously James Brown, Vodka Martinis, blah, blah, blah. Good association as well. Mm. Becca? Yeah, I love it. I think um, it's proper <laughs> ad. I think it would look great in a cinema. Um, mm. Do I think it's Christmassy? I do struggle with that a little bit. Oh, I don't know. Now thinking about it. Mm, I don't know, but I love it. Loved watching it. Um, and, you know, it's a very nice, high fashion, um, fun ad. So, yeah. Yeah, it sits, along, it sits alongside all the perfume ads that we get this time of year as well, you know. So. Yeah, exa exactly. It's like that. It's, I mean, um, I the bit before they got to the bloopers at the end, I'm not sure that they needed, um, you know, they needed anyone else but Daniel Craig in it. I think um, it, they kind of tried to explain the joke a little bit at the end, which was a bit, yeah. Oh, they didn't need to, no. 
Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. They could have left that. But um, apart from that, loved it. Music amazing, styling amazing, dancing amazing. Interesting right. that impactful. I had a look because I, I was trying to find something that I could just kind of go, okay, yeah, I get what they're doing. So I'm, I'm clearly on the sole voice here that kind of just doesn't believe this one um, floats anybody's boat. Um, but um, 32% increase in brand mentions um, following the, the, the initial um, launch of the ad in mid-November. So, um, you know, hey, they're doing something yeah. right. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, right, should we go on to our next one then? Yeah. Right, what have we got next? We are on to our fourth um, Christmas ad. Oops, again. And this one, chosen by Christian. So I expect it's to be the most Christmassy thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, so, <laughs> <Martha> Spencer's <laughs> Gifts That Give. Go on, Christian, you go first. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, a good one from MNEST. I think they, um, they've often in the past, especially around Christmas and, and sort of throughout, um, I, I think what's probably been a difficult few years for MNEST, they, they sort of always struggled with this identity a little bit that kind of, it was everyone's kind of parents or grandparents' favourite brand, wasn't it? And, mm. and they've not quite managed to, to kind of make things resonate with a younger audience. So I think, look, it's one of those that's kind of very explicit in its um, sort of cause-driven um, purpose, um, which we, we talked about earlier about being a really good theme. Um, you know, they, they kind of weave a lot of their, their products into it, which I think is, is sort of fairly smart and, and sort of was a little bit like has to with that when it's been sort of so... Um, sort of heavily um, kind of brand focused, I think. Um, and and I, I kind of having two teenage daughters in the house as well, I think the fact that using Harry Styles on the soundtrack was was that kind of, uh, I'll stop short of desperate attempt to, to kind of appeal to the younger mm. audience, but certainly whenever that ad comes on in our household, it's, got, it's one of those moments where they rush in and you've got to turn it up and da-da-da-da-da because it's Harry Styles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in that respect, my guess is that kind of, um, you know, in living rooms up and down the country, that the families are having to endure it um, mm-hmm. because of, of, of that element. Um, so, yeah, no, I liked it. Interesting that they kind of did drop the sort of celebrity angle this this year because um, that's often a, a trick they will, will, will use. And as we talked about with Belvedere, there's, there's something nothing better sometimes than resonates with it. With mm-hmm. Um, a, a big name so interesting take from them this year yeah cool Declan was that Declan or Becca Declan right. uh, <laughs> um, I don't with this one I didn't think there was much from kind of a filmmaking perspective to go off like I loved its commentary on kind of helping the community and yes it very much was kind of a catalogue brought to life kind of thing um, but I thought the filmmaking was pretty standard. Like, it does its job. It's very much an Christmas advert. And, yeah, what Christian says is about, like, you know, the use of Harry Styles is really tapping into something, an artist that's really big in pop culture at the minute. And But, yeah, um, you know, a nice little message about how that... But, yeah, I didn't think it was particularly all that original. Yeah, I mean, you can you can just see how that ad came together. Of we got an idea, then we need to show one of these, 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 one of these. Can we set it all in a house? Um, 
Oh, we need a sponsor uh, that's going to come in at the end. Um, uh, oh, it's not very funny. Put a chicken on the record player. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it, it's. I've seen better on the Renaissance. Yeah, I, I think that. I don't. I don't know why, because uh, you kind of go. If you're going to do that, make it more explicitly about helping the community. I mean, donkeys in your backyard, and you, you know, it's just. Oh, I don't know. Didn't, I think they've been a bit me. of a bit of a victim of having to try and balance the not talking too much about you know buying stuff and the cost of living crisis versus that purpose message and they've kind of it's almost like they've made a cut and someone's gone oh it doesn't talk about our products enough and then they do another cut and they go but oh it talks about our products too much it just feels like it's not quite yeah. the camp it's not it's not quite trying to sell us a christmas but it's also not quite telling us that they're doing I agree. Good stuff for Christmas. That I think that's probably a very um, good example of yeah how brands have really struggled this year to balance have that you, messaging. Have you got any data on this one, Becca? Not a huge <laughs> amount of data, but I will say um, kudos to Harry Styles. He has kindly donated his fee to Centerpoint. Yeah, that's good. We like that as a charity. Um, and um, yeah, no, no massive readings on it yet. But I think um, I don't know if everyone noticed at the bottom there was a little note that said that MS um, is donating a million pounds um, to local communities across the UK. So I think that's something that works out. I think they're donating to a thousand different charities, a thousand pounds each. Yeah, I mean, this is going to segue into the next one a little bit. But do you think? Mm. Um, you know, we've had a couple now where actually, you know, the Cadbury's one where the the kind of the purpose driven nature of it kind of got lost in the ad a little bit. And mm. uh, you know, the MS one, you know, I take from that they've got a partnership with Neighbourly, yeah. um, and that's what kind of leapt out of the of the screen at me. Um, and do you think if you're going to do purpose, you should do purpose and not try and mix it in with? Too much Christmas, don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember, I think this time last year, we were talking about the, mm. um, the co-op ad. Yeah, the co-op one, they were doing the, the kitchen. Live yeah. The live one, mm. which was a real ballsy um, thing. But that was that was purpose and only purpose. Mm. And that was Dermot O'Leary at a, um, at a um, it was a food bank, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, um, yeah. And doing that live was, was a hell of a risk, but um, a, a bit of a triumph, I felt, for them last year. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I mean, that's a bit of a weird one this year. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's go on to our last one. No prizes for guessing. <laughs> it's a final one, and we couldn't do this. I don't actually know if we talked about this one last year. Um, Here's something I found on the web. Oh, that's my well, Alexa. Oh, thanks, Alexa. Don't talk her them all. I'm going to go and turn her off. Right, I shall start playing the John Lewis ad at the beginner. It is so nice, that one. I feel like they've gone back to the ones that I like, like uh, The Man on the Moon. That was probably my favourite John Lewis advert. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been a fan, really, of their last few the last few years, the ones like with the dragon and the... What was the last one? Was the last one like a year's an animated one or something? A little love to give or something like that? 
No, I don't know. I love the dragon one, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> who wants to go first? You go first, Declan. Go on. Okay, so this is a very, very well-made short film, if you were going to, like, look at it in that perspective. It very much uses kind of show-not-tell devices. So when the mum's on the phone... You can hear she's excited about something, but you don't really understand what at that point. And it just kind of peppers in throughout all the different bits, like him learning to skateboard. You know, why is this really a thing? But then you've got the final payoff at the end where they both have that in common. It's just a really well... Oh, we're never going to find out what he says. <laughs> I think... I know Paul, you mentioned about mentioned about MS and how kind of they're supporting charities as well. They should have gone down more of a story route. I agree. They should have done maybe something like this because mm-hmm. it just pulled on that heartstrings a bit more. Yeah. I think what was really interesting was um reading a little bit about what other people have been saying about the ad. Um mm-hmm. When you consider they probably started thinking about it in January of this year, then mm-hmm. and being able to take the temperature of the nation back then, and and it, and it feels very right because it feels you know it's about kindness, it's about an active charity, mm-hmm. you know. But um, it, I think what's interesting is that back in January last year, we just kind of we were we were, we were all still reeling from COVID. We had another big yeah. wave. And um, I kind of wonder whether their motivation, and this is why it also works, is about people coming together because that's the thing mm-hmm. that they haven't been able to do. And mm-hmm. what epitomizes that more than, you know, kind of fostering someone? Um, so I think it kind of, I think it, you know, it's very brave of them to start on that journey. And then as the year's gone on, they probably, you know, undernerd a little bit about it and, and thought, mm-hmm. do, we go for, do we go for this style of, Ad. And it is an ad at the end of the day, you know. Let's not forget that. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I think it's I think it's really paid off for them. And, mm. um, you know, it's not an ad that's trying to sell products. It's an ad that's trying to tell you about a brand. Um, yeah, it does that in spades. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it's an interesting one because they've obviously gone now, and I think the last couple of years they've had a lot of kind of merch associated with the ads. I think it would have been wrong to do that with this ad, but it's quite interesting that they've moved away from that, that kind of, um, because, you know, we all know what retail's like at the moment and people aren't spending as much, but it's interesting that they have chosen to go down that route of um, not being able to, you know, have that additionally, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point, and Declan, you're right. I sort of I, I quite like the, the sort of the, the dragon ads, but at the end of it, I was sort of left feeling a little bit kind of oh, you, you're doing this. You can pull them on strings. I get it. Now you want me to buy the twenty quid cuddly toy? Yeah. But there's none of that. They're sure, they've taken all of that out of this, and it, it's kind of it almost ticks all of the kind of the, the, the boxes that you, you get from great John Lewis ads. The kind of the fairly angsty cover version, and mm-hmm. um, all, all of those things that, that kind of are very, very meaningful. I go back to the um, <clears throat> that first morning when they first aired it as a team. We were sat round and we all put it on play at the first time on our on our mm-hmm. little pod in the office. Um, and as you got to the end, one by one, everyone's head came up and there were red eyes and there were kind of definite lip quivers. Um, for me, I, I just didn't see the punchline coming um, from, mm. from that first view. 
which was the thing that kind of floored me. And as I, I, it, I think it resonates well, I was talking earlier about the M&S ad and kind of mm. Harry Styles and things. It's it, it kind of reminded me of all the things I try and do to probably awfully and embarrassingly to be a decent dad and kind of yeah. show an interest in Harry Styles and show an interest in Stranger Things and all of this sort of stuff that is this guy who's about to become a dad so all he knows about this you know um this girl coming into his household is that she likes skateboarding so that's the thing he's going to go and do um and, and when that kind of punchline played out I was just like wow that's incredible that's a really smart one um mm-hmm. I think is it Melanie as well thank you for your comment um very cute tears leaves you wanting to see more which is um i think goes back to your point as well Declan, around kind of it's just a, a great almost mm. short film there's a, a really nice story there um mm. that, that that works works tremendously well yeah and as opposed to the mnsr which was a box ticking exercise yes. um, they approach that as a story they've cast mm. it really well he's great the mum's great not if i'm going to be at all cynical i've seen better acting from the teenage girl at the end, but you know, scanning Paul, sad face. But um, <laughs> yeah, but it was done with minimal dialogue, really light touch. Um, I, I, do, I do think it, I, I had it spoiled, right? So I, I, I already knew what the ad was, so I never had the moment of getting the the. Uh, I don't think it's called. A yeah. But um, so so it didn't kind of create that effect with me. But then looking back on it, you know, it's obviously it's clearly a, a very well made thing that had that effect with other people. Um, it's very clever how John Lewis. If you go back and look at that ad, mm. look at the houses, um, and they start off in a beautiful Georgian house, and then they're kind of around some. It, it's very weird, and it's an urban skate park, and then you know, so they managed to kind of have quite yeah. wide appeal. By going, mm. hey, we're for posh people as much as we're for, um, you know, the skate park. So I think that's quite an interesting thing. And he's he the the casting of the bloke is very good. He's very mystery mm. identifiable. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And the mum's very mumsy at the end. Doesn't she doesn't say very much, but what she does is really, mm. really well filmed. Yeah. And I think also great choice of music. I mean, like it's again, you know, I was talking earlier about Elf being probably when I was younger, again, Blink-182 was when I was younger. It's definitely playing to your kind of mid-30s, that kind of vibe. So I think, um, yeah, I love that ad. Yeah. But when you looked at the data, it wasn't the best performing ad. No, not tracked as the best. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, but I mean, wouldn't you just hate to be John Lewis's advertising agency over Christmas? The pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that night before it gets released. Yeah. Wow. I know. I think you're right. There's a really good point you make, Paul, around it's it's getting Christmas ads right is really hard because you're right. These guys are going into production kind of in, you know, a few weeks time, probably. Um, and starting to storyboard stuff, um, you know, come January the 3rd but for next Christmas. So predicting kind of what what our society is going to look like if you're going to kind of, you know, mm. put, put it all on black and go, no, we, we're going to go down that route because we, we predict that kind of times are going to be hard for people in, in 11 and a half months' time. Maybe they need to be in government and kind of if they've got that sort of, um, <laughs> you know, the sort, that sort of ability to predict what, what kind of we're going to be looking like then down the line, then, mm. um, yeah, maybe they've got better uses than, than producing ads. Mm. Right. Well, 
<clears throat> that's us for today, I think. So thank mm-hmm. you very much to Becca, Christian and Declan. Um, we This is a, the last masterclass of 2022. We'll be back again in the new year. And our first masterclass will be a bit of trend gazing, future gazing for what the year has in store for us. So, yeah, that just leaves us to wish you a very happy uh, Christmas. Um, drink loads of vodka or... <laughs> Donate loads of money. Um, or buy loads <laughs> of stuff from John Lewis. Yeah. Um, take up skateboarding. Whatever floats your boat. But See, you send have, a secret Santa. Send a secret Santa, exactly. So whatever, whatever you get up to, have a good one, and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.